All right, guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. I have myself, Brian Gold, my co-host, Squints, and our new friend, Abby. Hello. Hey, Abby, how you doing? Good, how are you? Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course. Glad you were able to make it and we were able to sort all that out. Sorry about being late again. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. We get it. Uh, Life's a lot. LA's, LA's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Especially where we live, like everything's fucking a hike back. Like it's we, not even that far, really. That's but if we got thing, but if we got to make it to like the city, oh, it's, you don't go. I tell it, people all the time when they're like, "Oh, I'm in town," and I'm like, "Well, where are you staying?" <laughs> and like in anywhere else, like somebody would travel to come see me if I land in Nashville or I land anywhere else. But in LA, it's like, "Damn, dog, you're like on the other side of town. I, like we're just not going to see each other this trip. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. It's just, <laughs> it's a lot, you know." Yeah. When people are like, "Let's have lunch," in like Hill. it's like 12 miles, bro. I'm like, "Yeah, but that's like." three hours out of my day possibly yeah <laughs> wow. hour and a half each way <laughs> oh and then you gotta see them i'm like you're talking like a six hour turnaround bro i just can't do it i got too much going on i got a little kid i don't know if i can pull it off yeah <laughs> um, anyway, we're glad you made it thank you want to kind of tell a little bit about your background moving from where you were born out here and getting into the whole content space and moving into a content house and all that fun stuff Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I never really planned to have this life at all. It happened to me. Um, I used to be a cosmetologist in Louisiana and I did a lot of New Orleans weddings. I lived right across the lake. Um, and yeah, when I was 21, uh, I got invited to an event out here and it happened to be, I got one Saturday off a month and it was that Saturday. And I was just kind of like, oh, like, I'll go. And I brought my friend with me and it changed my entire life. Like I went to this event and I don't know how to explain it other than I walked in no one and I walked out someone. It just the people I met, the um, I don't know, it just and I remember thinking this should probably all feel weird to me, but it didn't. Um, and yeah, and then um, I started kind of blowing up overnight. I got tagged in a photo and then one of the girls I met out there, she was like, well, I'm moving here and I need a roommate and it's going to be you because I don't like anybody else. And I was like, <sighs> I was like, all right, I was a year into my career that I worked so hard to build so hard. I had just bought my first car with AC. Like I really grind, you know, grinded from the bottom, which I'm so grateful for. Um, and yeah, I kind of just knew in my soul that I was supposed to go. So I left everything and everyone I've ever known, moved across the country, and my entire life changed forever. Just uh, packed a suitcase and went? Yeah. But what's so crazy is, is um, a week before it happened, I had this like uh, feeling that something was going to change. I was at work and I was working late one night. And I was with a client, I was doing their eyelashes and I started feeling like I was about to not be there anymore. I know that doesn't really make sense. It's a very specific no, makes, feeling. Totally makes yeah. sense. I don't, but it was like, I would have never, it's like, I've worked so hard for yeah. this. Yeah. I, like, I was like, what? I'm, I, I'm so happy with my life. I'm, why would I leave this job? I wouldn't. And, um, I didn't connect the two when I got invited to the event. I kind of just went and I had told my friend a week before after work, I was like, this is going to sound so weird. I was like, but I feel this feeling like in my like stomach, my chest that something's about to happen and I don't know if it's good or bad. And oh. she was like, I'm 
that's freaking me out. I was like, I'm freaked out. Yeah, like I'm freaked out. Yeah. And um, yeah, a week later, my life changed forever. And here we are. What was the event? Um, it was a party in LA. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was actually an Ignite party. Okay. Dan Blazarian. Yeah, 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 yeah he's one of my really good friends. Okay, dope. And uh, that's kind of how everything yeah, yeah, yeah. happened and started. I never, I never made it to any of those parties, but they look crazy. Oh, uh, they were insane, wild. Yeah, yeah, so, so cool. Did you go? I was always in a relationship, so no. So you couldn't go? No, you weren't allowed. I didn't want a headache. No, it was safer. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Stay home. Go to dinner. Much safer plan. Yeah. I went um, with one of the guys I was dating for a while. Uh, we went. Um, a couple years. I think we went two years in a row. Or maybe you it was just one year. You came out here? Uh, no. No. No, I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but I started dating someone, I think, by the time I was 22. So within the first year of me moving here. Was he in like content creation mm -hmm. as well? Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was more comfortable for him. It wasn't like. Oh, yeah. He had been in this space for a while. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. How was it going with a partner to those parties? super fun i mean i'm more of a relationship type of person mm -hmm. um uh i don't really i don't know yeah i always kind of have been um after him and i broke up i was single for like a year and then started dating again but uh yeah it was fun i always had fun i'm not really a huge partier to be honest with you so um i never really got that crazy anyway so it was more comfortable, I feel like, going with a partner, you know? Yeah. I don't drink, so you don't have to explain it. I get okay. it. Okay. All right. He does the drinking for me. Okay, yeah. I feel you. I get it. I get both sides. Um, so when you so when you came out here, you had no plans on being an esthetician again at all? You just knew that it was going to be totally different? That wasn't even an option? It wasn't like, yeah. I might just come here and then I can do lashes if I need to? or. No, I mean, I think like I was happy that I had that education and that I did that because I felt like, okay, well, now I have this under my belt. What can happen if I go and then it doesn't work out? I just go home. Safety net, yeah. It's just like, you know, so I kind of was like, I'm young. I'm 21 years old. I, you know, made sure that I got an education and I didn't let anything stop me from doing that. And, um, yeah, now I had that in my back pocket. So I was like, well, if this feeling that I'm feeling is just kind of crazy and I don't really know what I'm doing, I can always just get on a flight and come back, but never did. How was it living in a content house with other creators? Um, so I had a couple different experiences with that. It, it was definitely interesting. I think living with a lot of people, um, is a very different experience, especially when it's um, a content house and everybody is kind of in the same world and doing the same thing. Um, kind of catty? Uh, it, it, later on, yeah. Go ahead or no? Yeah. Um, yeah. The first one that I lived in, I wasn't necessarily a part of um, their group or their growth. It was just because of who I was dating at the time. Um, so that was kind of my introduction to that kind of idea. And it was very interesting, very cool experience. Um, and then later on, I ended up starting a content house with um, my friend Daisy. And so that was called the Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. And that was the one that kind of, um, you know, I was a part of this group. I was a part of this, you know, I, I founded it. 
And so that was very interesting. And I think like, yeah, there was issues with like cattiness, I think um, just different personalities. Um, everybody in the same space, people at different parts in their journey of mm -hmm. dealing with what that comes with. Yeah. So a lot of people not wanting to do certain things, not wanting to create with other people because of certain reasons or, you know, maybe they don't, I don't know. I think um, like high school a bit. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's after what they're after and coming to a common place to try to build. But I get that, you know, personalities and personalities, people vibe with certain people and not others. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's a bunch of young people, you know, in a house that are all have a level of fame. Mm -hmm. um, and that's already just hard on the psyche. So, um, you know, dealing with that is interesting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How was that for you going into like building a following quickly? And then like, are people, you know, knowing who you are in the streets or like, you have weird interactions is it like kind of a, a culture shock coming to la and kind of being on the scene uh i mean definitely there was there was when it first started happening and i lived in this big house um on weed lake huge just gorgeous home uh and um the hollywood tour buses would like pass and knew where I, like where my room was like where i lived and i just couldn't fathom that i couldn't understand what was happening like i understood what was happening but i couldn't believe it um was my reality and anytime i was recognized i would say i'm more used to it now but um i couldn't believe that someone would be so excited to see me i was just like i'm just like you like we're the same you know i just had this internet thing that happened so it's interesting. I think everybody deals with it different. I think I definitely got into a a point, I would say when I was in the clubhouse and I was really at a height in my career, like on a lot of news articles, I would open my phone on Snapchat and I would be on there, like my face, you know, talking about me. Um, I think I started to really care a lot about likes and the attention I was getting. And I started to, it's hard as someone in the public eye in this new thing that's influence you know influencers uh i think to not feel like your views and the attention you're getting on social media is your actual self-worth yeah and so i had definitely a period where i was acclimating to everything and i had to kind of just push back from it I have in the past couple years because I just had to take kind of what I've learned and just act, go back to Louisiana Abbey and yeah. just be a normal person, kind of, you know, reap some of the rewards of, of what I've built and, and be with my family and share that with them. And it's been so rewarding, but definitely now I'm 26. So I've I've had a little bit of time and it's interesting to look back at just kind of the psychology of everything and how it definitely, me personally, it could have taken a turn for the worst. And I've seen it happen to so many people. Some people are still in, in it. Mm -hmm. um, so very interesting. Yeah. 
do you worry about people younger than us and it affecting them mentally and just changing like their realities of what life is? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have young siblings. I have two sisters, one that's eight and one that's 12. And then I have a brother that just turned 18. Um, and then I have a brother that's my age, so I'm not worried about him, but um, absolutely. They're not allowed to have social media, the little ones, thank God. They know what I do, but I think it's so important to talk to young people and explain to them that um, it's not reality. You know, it's a it's a small percentage of yourself that you're deciding to show to the public. Um, and that's very nerve wracking, especially some when it's millions of people all together. Right. Like they're playing. Oh, dude, you meet some of these people in person. You're like, that's nothing like you. But it's a character. Hmm? Yeah. When the yeah. camera comes on, you'll see this total shift. Yeah. And then when the camera goes off, it's like they're a recluse or they're, you know, a total asshole or yeah. whatever. It's so crazy. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I've definitely had, I used to not be as open kind of how I'm doing now, but, um, I've decided that I want to be more, I'm not really nervous in front of a camera. It, it was more, I wasn't always comfortable sharing who I truly um, was because it's, you know, being vulnerable in front of that many people can be a difficult thing. I mean, you're, you're young. It's a, it's something that comes with age, I think, accepting who you are as a person. I mean, in our 20s, we're still figuring out. I'm 42 and I'm still figuring out who I am as a person, you know? I mean, that's what I tell my kids as well. It's like, relax, it'll change because it does, you know? I get Absolutely. it. Yeah. Um, it is It is kind of like, uh, I see how fascinated my kids are with the phones and mm. everything. So it moves very fast, you know? Way it's too concerning. Fast. I mean, I think about even how it was when I was a kid. And I know like yeah, it was different for your generation and then my generation, but you know, I'm thankful for those times that like my parents made me go play outside and was like, no, you're not, you know, playing on the GameCube all day today. You're going outside. And I would go build forts and like go play in the woods and do weird stuff that kids do, you know, building stuff. And I'm so grateful that, you know, I still had that in my childhood because nowadays it's kind of just like with all of the content that we're consuming so quickly. I mean, yeah. think about TikTok love TikTok, but it's like short form content that's tailored to you mm -hmm. that you quickly. So maybe you watch TikTok for 10 minutes. You could have seen 60 different videos about you're not eating the right things. You're not doing the right things. Uh, a, lot of, you, a lot of what you're not doing. Or right. Life hack is or, and then it creates yeah. this anxiety. I was just talking about this with my dad, actually, because I was wondering why me and my close friends have so much anxiety that we talk about. And it's like, well, no wonder everything's at our fingertips yeah. when it's like before you know we had like youtube and like watch stuff growing up but it wasn't as in your face now as it is now it's like you when know. you go to a restaurant and you look around 90 percent of the people are on their phone yeah they're not even having we're not present that, anymore that, yeah. with our people we're living like in a separate in our own algorithm driven reality basically yeah that's strange it's like we are all getting what we think is the same news and content but it's all tailor fitted to like what they think we're going to be interested in right. furthering it along right 
that's why I did. I'm expecting you to perceive it as I do. And we're all yelling at each other because we're like, we got the same information, but we don't. We all have different information. Yeah, that's why I had to pull social media off my main phone and yeah. throw it on a second phone just so I can separate from it and walk away from it. It's, it's so crazy. It's a lot as a creator now, too, because, I mean, growing up being an actor, you can go work and you can pull away and you can come back and work mm -hmm. and you can stay relevant and not be like constantly creating it's like i might go do movies for three months and then come home and be normal and then go do a film and it's not like you left like it's just the flow of things but right. like what's the you're in an incubator basically for creation in one of these content houses right mm -hmm. and it's like it's demanding i'm sure there's outside pressure there's now money involved when right. things become a business people are like and you need to see growth, right? Because right. if you're not growing, then you're going backwards, which is like the iron's cooling now. And that that's concerning, no? Absolutely. I mean, I think... It's a lot of pressure there towards like just to constantly be doing something that's next. So much. And I think especially that I was one of the founders, the pressure was really on. And, you know, we had a, a investor. Um, so, you know, that's how I guess the model works is that a lot every content house has a different story and a different beginning mm -hmm. but um a lot of times there's an investor and then you bring in the people and then you know a team will bring brand deals maybe a deal for the whole house or a deal for specific people and then they take a percentage and then make a return but we definitely had a lot of pressure of you know make this every day you have to make this many TikToks. you have to we have to film this video we have to do this and you know, not that I'm saying, oh my gosh, it's so hard, feel bad for me. It's like, I've had a dream of a life. I mean, I'm so grateful uh, for my career, but it definitely was hard on a young person, you know, always waking up and thinking about, okay, how do I look today? I have to make sure that I look good. And it, feel, it felt vain at times. And that made me uncomfortable after a while. And it took the fun out of it, completely took the fun out of it. It takes the fun out of it. Yeah. So I had to the past couple years. Um, it's an art. I've really taken a step back. I think social is an art in itself, right? Like some people are good at it because they understand the art of it. There's a like a, a rhythm to it. Mm -hmm. but there's also like, you know, people take a liking to who they like, but there's also people that understand the rhythm of that business. And it is like an art form in itself. But like you said, if the fun's not there anymore, it's kind of like, I guess that's why you have like rises and fades, mm -hmm. which is like, okay, this is great. And then at some point you're like, oh, wow, this is. Well, this, things this change. Things change also. I think. Rapidly, huh? When I started really my, I had two big blow ups kind of. And my second one was my biggest one. And that had a lot to do with TikTok. And, um, you know, what I, I had fun, it was very lighthearted, fun content, but mainly just content of me looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I had a recognizable face from the other stuff that I had done. And it was really just me looking attractive was really a large part of my image. Um, obviously, being in content houses, there was more long form. So people, fans got to know my personality. And I think those peak through, um, you know, those times where my personality peaked through was really how I built like, you know, my diehard fans, which I'm so grateful for. But um, yeah, very, now I'm older and I, I don't think I liked what I saw. Yeah. I, di I didn't like what I was looking at anymore because it just wasn't me. And I was like this, this, you know, 
uh, primped up girl that has uh, big boobs and blonde hair. Like that's, it's just not me at all. It's kind of like the playmate model. Like you're kind of reselling that type of like look in a way. Um, I mean, I think like I just, in my first relationship out here, I was dating a, a creator, um, but I think I didn't know who to look to, so I looked to him for advice. And I think in a lot of ways, he wanted me to be a certain way. And I executed that. And then once I did, th the attention and the followers happened to me so quickly, I didn't really have time to think about what I wanted to do with that or what I wanted to be and what how I wanted, what I wanted to represent and say, I, I didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, years in, I took a look and I was like, wait, as humans, we all just want to be understood. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be understood. We want to connect with people. And I didn't feel understood. And I didn't know how to connect with people through a phone screen when they already don't. It's like, so then anytime I would get negative comments, I mean, now I'm over it now, but especially when I was in the content house, I would get these negative comments from these people and they would assume all of these horrible things about me. And I wanted to talk to each and every one of them and be like, no, you don't get it. Like, this is me. Like, just give them, you can't do that. Yeah. So it really challenged me. You know, I mentioned this on another podcast I was on, but you know, when you grow up and your mom's like telling you, you know, every, not everybody's going to like you. And it's just hard when it's so many people that you have to worry about yeah. not liking you. It really takes that to the ultimate test. And so I really had to kind of after that, take a step back and um, force myself to not care about it anymore and not care about always being in a new video or always making a new viral thing or always. And so I just kind of let it go. And now I'm more focused on being more myself and shifting my content to something that makes more sense for me and is more true to who I am. Let's talk about the trolls for a second, because obviously the Internet's filled with them and it seems like these people just have nothing to fucking do with their life. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it really like boggles me when I read some shit. And I mean, don't get me wrong. The comment section is is like lit because it's it's great on other things, but Sometimes it's so bad and like just out of pocket that you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, where is this coming from? Or like, what are they doing in their life that this is kind of their focus for the day? How do, how do, it's, it's, it's a lot. So for people out there listening that like are trying to do this, mm -hmm. I mean, what, what are your, some, some tips to like, you know, not letting that, you know, throw you off your game or, or get into your head, so to speak? Well, it's hard to say because it's kind of like, you know, you could say something till you're blue in the face. Not everyone's going to they have to have their own journey with truly understanding that. Yeah. But really, genuinely, what it is, is, you know, these people are just sad and they're lonely or they're going through something. Who knows what they've been through in their life? If they've experienced cruelty, if they've, you know, are not loved or are feeling insecure. And to them, it's like they don't think what I've realized when I've responded to a lot of them is I'll respond and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even think you'd see it. But, and I'm like, I'm a human being. I'm not any more special than you. I, I have eyes. I can look, I, I, I look at my comments sometimes. Now I don't, but um, 
I have the ability to. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I don't, I yeah, shit. like I, I see it. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of times I think they just, they don't see social. And I say they, some people that are consuming content don't see creators as like, they see them as these larger than life people mm-hmm. when we're not no. just like you. I'm literally just like you. I know everyone you could imagine in the content space. They're all normal people. You know, maybe they're dealing with their own things or they think that they're greater than everybody else or they, you know, but everybody, we're all just on the earth, just doing our best. And I think the way I've dealt with it is really sitting with it and understanding that that person is going through something and really through the past couple years, my self-love has just, I've really focused on that. And I know that sounds like corny or whatever, maybe to some people, but really loving yourself is so important. You can't love anyone else properly. You can't go through the world if you don't love yourself. And um, I think just trying to be the best person I can be to my friends and family and to people and, um, you know, being proud of, of the things I'm doing and the person I am. And if I see it now, I just kind of am like, oh, sometimes I'll laugh at it. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, that was that was kind of a dick move. But who knows what they're dealing with, you know? Yeah. It, it's kind of it really just boils down to that. You don't know what someone's dealing with. Sometimes people just want a response. Yeah. And they're That's just the angry. They're just angry and lonely, you know? Yeah. Like most of the time it's just a just someone that's probably lonely, like living in their mom's basement, just pissed at their life. And they're just like, fuck you, you bitch. Like, who knows? You know, so it's like, uh, who needs the prayer? No, no Me or sure. them, they yeah, do. Yeah, 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 I definitely think that's true. Oh, I definitely need a hug. Because if they love themselves more, they probably wouldn't be in a I position mean, if they where they anything worthwhile going on in their life they wouldn't be writing comments about stupid shit that they have nothing to do with yeah i don't even I mean, it's cool to be social like i like to i've definitely picked up a bigger following by in in cannabis and in, in my space or whatever it is by supporting and communicating with other brands and being supportive on people in that space right mm-hmm. not like hating on them in the comments and shit but definitely you pick up steam from like being social right or like yeah. Harry V telling you that you should be commenting. It's part of the thing. You should be writing back to people. You should be sharing space with them in a certain way because it's social media. It's where people can feel like they have your attention in some some sort of fashion, you know. But yeah, it, it just uh, it is a little sad. Yeah, and and there's been times where I have responded. I. I... I they get you sometimes. Sometimes, but a lot of times I just would respond because I would be like, I just want to see what they're gonna say. Yeah. And this is in the comments or the DM? In the DM. Some, some t- it's one of two ways. I would say 85% of the time, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Maybe 90% of the time. So if you try to text somebody, you, you send them a DM. Not or a- I'll just be like, hey, like, I don't know what you're going through praying for you. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't even mean what I said, <laughs> blah, blah, so blah. Sweet. And I'm just like, bro. But you know, that could change their perspective and maybe they won't do that to someone maybe else. They now. won't. Oh, you're right. It's either that. Or they'll just, once they see you've read it and they got your attention, they'll just start trolling. Yeah. Like just start sending, oh my God, fuck you, you slut whore bitch, blah, 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 blah. And then I just have to block them. Yeah. But like, that's a rare, but that does happen. It and does. they're, they're, you know, yeah, they might be a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> they might be a lost cause. But. Have you had any um, danger or like weird stalker type 
stuff go on because of uh, who you are? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't like to invite that energy though, or like think about it much, but I did have this, uh, a couple things, but mainly this one guy who drove from Florida to Louisiana to try to find me, like where, like he knew restaurants I uh, he was trying to go run. to and he was trying he was asking looking for me and so people from where i live were telling me like hey there's this person like looking for you and so then i went and looked um to try to find like weird messages or you know if someone was saying something to me and i found like all these weird accounts he started messaging my friends he had like a, a card with my name on it with his last name like he had convinced himself that we were married like a business card or like a, like a like a credit card what the fuck yeah it was like a it was like either an apple card or like a maybe a venmo something like that yeah, this yeah. was a while ago but really freaked me out yeah i was like dude that's taking it a bit far yeah like i was like genuinely shook yeah from that no, i mean it's it's uh we see the the horror stories of of you know People, people getting killed people in the public eye getting killed yeah, yeah. lack of a better word of, yeah of, you know it's happened quite a few times of creators and 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 girls that got you know some bad happened to them or the police didn't pay attention and absolutely didn't take it serious and then you know they get into these these terrible incidents um it's obviously got to be in your mind somewhat you know yeah i think it's just about like not posting where you are when you're there yeah so how and stuff that, like that is that like so obviously you would recommend for people to be personal but not overly personal and to be careful about i try to tell people just because we're in la and obviously it's a very dangerous place when it comes to you know we come out here and we run around for money and act a certain way mm -hmm. there's all types of um goons and goblins in the mix that are like looking on social for people to drop their location or fuck up where they're at or absolutely I think it's just about not posting where you are when you're actually there. Yeah. Just delay. So you delay a couple of days or a mm -hmm. day, whatever it might be. Or just if I'm not there anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, we'll delay it. But like, I think of that thing that happened in Kim Kardashian, like that's on a huge scale. I mean, she almost died. Paris, Paris. Yeah, yeah. And that's because, you know, she, I mean, Pop Smoke did die. She and Port, yeah. From posting a fucking. So sad. So you know what? No, Roscoe's. And no, no, that was that was PNB Rock. That, was but, uh, PNB Rock yeah. that had nothing to do with that. They were outside. He shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't say he shouldn't. Oh yeah, they you thought. You should be able to move around the way you, sh you want to. Yeah, they thought it was because of the girlfriend, but it actually wasn't. It wasn't. They yeah. were homeboy spotted him outside and saw him walk in, but he was at a very active establishment in a place where if you go in there shining like, mm -hmm. it's probably bad bad luck. You know. Oh, and that was another thing was after terrible. that happened. The the stuff that was going around, the videos of that, like Yeah, it's terrible. So everything's why? in our face. It's so horrible. The pop smoke thing though was he was at his crib in his closet and he just glimpsed on a box that had the address of the house. Just like in a story post video like this. And then it went out that. somewhere and then came they, back. They caught homeboy in the shower, bro. Like he was taking like that's just a fucked up situation, you know? Um, heartbreaking, such a big career ahead of him. And just like, because of something so simple, as they said, yeah, we saw the address, like when they caught the dudes that, that they saw the address on the thing and they just wanted to go get a shit basically. And it's like, fuck bro. It's like, this is why you need a virtual mailbox. I mean, I mean, like, you don't know, bro. Like you're just doing a video and you just happen to have some box staying in the corner and these fools are zooming in on shit to try to catch your fucking thing or put a tracker on your car 
that's that's kind of a scary situation because like i mean we're you can be conscious of it and still have slip up get unlucky obviously right mm -hmm. which is kind of that situation you know oh yeah like i'm hyper vigilant about it for other reasons but in general it's still like yeah. at any moment if somebody really wants to find you it's where you're living in scary times because everybody's information is everywhere and anybody can access anything mm -hmm. yeah you got to be it genuinely it's not scary because you can't be part of it and not be public kind of thing you know yeah yeah well not just that. have to be safe and you know look at your surroundings and trust your gut and, and i don't really do any risky anything risky or go yeah. around by myself or anything like that um i spend a lot of time in louisiana and when i'm there i'm definitely safe feel safer there huh? uh, yeah how does it how so going home um i'm sure people back home know who you are as well uh, yeah but what is the what is like the different reality of like los angeles to, to louisiana to like the way people react to you and content in general and stuff completely different world mm -hmm. a lot slower paced obviously um i i really like both though they geek um, out a little bit more i find in like other places and more rural places and less city-ish like in la you can kind of blend in a little bit more because there's more you know, people, people like that around. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the the reaction to kind of all of this, it definitely threw me off because I was always kind of the type of person that never really felt like I fit in my whole life. Like where I lived growing up, it was kind of like a tumultuous situation. Um, like in school, like friend groups. So I've always had like best friends that are separate from each other but they know each other because of me so i have like three best friends that are my lifelong best friends um so i was friends with some of their friends and i've also mentioned this before but people it's kind of like i already felt like i never fit in and then this happened and it isolated me more because everybody was just looking at me and you know people that may have known me before people that may have not kind of like this is her do they but say you changed or how do they react to people, that? Everybody's different. People thought that I thought I was cooler and better than them, but I never thought that. Mm -hmm. So I guess their own, they made it's assumptions true. or whatever. Um, so I just wanted to still be like, hey, let's. And it was like even more isolating. Yeah. Um, you know, people just kind of, you know, look at, oh, what's so special? Oh, let's see what she's all about. Let's, you know, that kind of thing made me very uncomfortable for a while. Now. Not so much. I'm, I've acclimated to a lot of, you know, it was definitely a journey for me. But I would say five years in, I'm pretty acclimated to it now. Good. Yeah, I seen a thing with 50 Cent the other day. And uh, he was on a show and he said uh, the host was talking to him about like when dudes break in the game, they have big entourages. And like he was like, you know, and over the years, he said in 50s, like, that shit shrinks, right? And you see it like over time, like year after year, as it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. He said, because like, all right, I bought you a car, but now, oh, but you could have bought me a house. Or like, there's just no way around that. Like with the fame and like the mm -hmm. crazy stuff comes all of these expectations from people outside of ourselves, right? That are like, well, hi. You want to break me off something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or like, or expect it, you know what I mean? For whatever reason. And obviously some people have been a part of that journey and deserve it but it is an interesting thing that like you come with a bunch of people and then it kind of like people fall off as you grow and as you find out what 
because this I, they say what they say money changes people and i like like when meek mill talks about it and he's like he said i ain't changed he said money changed y'all because y'all never asked you used to ask me for shit mm -hmm. we used to be cool whatever like 100 i go no matter what but now it's like we're different people right because every time i see you it's like this is something that I need to do for you or provide or something else. You That's know what I mean? actually extremely correct. You because see? I feel like I, you know, oh, you know, money didn't change me. It really didn't change me. It didn't change the core of who I am. And, you it should know, accentuate you. It should make you. It should make you be your true self a little bit, right. a little bit more. Right? I could see how Not less to worry about. It could change people. Yes. you know, that are just built different or in a different part of their journey as a human but for me i think i had I've, I've been through too much in my life and in my younger life i had a very very hard time i had a really hard childhood as many people have and um i uh just decided that no matter what i was always going to try to be the best person i could be because i genuinely care about people so much i care about how people feel because i know what it feels like for people to not care how i feel and um I would never like slap God in the face for what he's given me. Like I, I genuinely feel like just a couple days ago, I was on the phone with my mom and I was just like, she had called me when I was having this weird feeling and not weird. I mean, I pray every night and I thank God for everything, but I, it was just the middle of the day and I was looking around and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, my life is incredible. I, I don't know what I've done to deserve this, but I know that I'm gonna, it makes me emotional a little bit, but I want to do good with what I've been given. As you should. You've been given the, the power and the platform to change people's lives for the better or for the worse. It's it's really yeah. up to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, that you're like conscious of yeah. what you're putting out now. Cause it's easy to get like, Oh, they said they're going to keep paying me if I keep going down mm -hmm. this direction. But at some point you get to a place where you're like, damn, I don't even know if I like this ride that I'm on right now. And maybe I want to be offering something else to the world, you know? Yeah, I, I, I definitely know that in my in my personal life, I've been able to really um, be there for do things. And, and I feel like make a difference. I, I don't know about social media yet, but I would like to do that, um, like we said, but it's definitely afforded me the opportunity to help and be there for people that I care for and um, people in general. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. I, I truly am. You know, at the end of the day, I feel like we're all here doing our best and, um, you know, we need to be kind to each other. And I don't know, you never know like what can change someone's life or you know, change the trajectory of, of where they're headed. So I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And you're, and you're very fortunate too, because this story isn't the same for everybody, right? I'm sure you're aware of it. Um, most people will yeah. try and fail and, and that's part of the, part of the game too, you know? That's just how it is. Yeah. Um, is there any tips for people that are trying to, you know, what are your thoughts on that for people that want to enter into the creative space? in social or you know building a following trying to monetize it you know hmm. can you give them anything to to you know whatever your where your heart truly feels about it you know i guess it's hard for me to give advice on how to become a creator because i 
didn't really try to yeah. become it. It literally happened. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I don't know if I would, I'm a big believer in not forcing anything. Mm -hmm. So I would say if it's already starting to happen to you or you really feel like it's your path or, you know, making content is just your calling, just try to like keep yourself grounded and, 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 um, not forget what really matters, you know, and, and, and not forget that there's young people that are growing up right now and they're looking on their phones and they're going to watch what you put out and don't forget that once it's on the internet, like your parents tell you when you're there a kid, forever. it's there forever. Yeah. It, it's not <laughs> going out. away. You know, yeah. um, do you have things that you would take back. Um, yes. Or do a little bit differently. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, just decisions or people have been around, but it's hard because I can't really say that because it's, it's just all a part of the journey. Yeah. Um, I, I say the same thing. It's yeah. Like, as long as your heart was in the right place at the time, hindsight's always like, oh, fuck, I would have done that differently, but yeah. Yeah.